Hey guys, I uh, I brought out this Ouija board. You want to play? Um, uh, sure. You know what? Why not? Feeling dangerous. <laughs> Kyle, you want to play with this Ouija board? <laughs> you know what? Normally I'd say no, but what the heck? Let's give it a try. Okay, well, everyone sit down around here. And uh, uh, Matt, if you would, please uh, bring out... Uh, the personal item who who are we contacting matt um oh boy uh, well don't worry about it we'll just let's open the the doors and see who comes <laughs> oh through. okay does that sound good kyle <laughs> yeah why not okay okay uh so you clo- oh by the way close your eyes you too please okay okay Here they've been closed Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. That's very professional of you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask the first question. Is anyone here with us? What? Oh, it slid over to yes. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Audio. <laughs> Are you here for Kyle? Well, yes, again. Kyle, someone's here for you. Oh, that's not good. Okay, but now I'm going to ask who it is. Okay. Who are you? B. U. T. T. (laughs) (laughs) Please wait. Please let me finish the bit. E. R. B. (laughs) A. L. L. (laughs) Oh my god. It's our good friend Butterball, the Cenobite from Hellraiser. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, believe it or not, this is not going to be the first time Butterball is mentioned in this podcast. Wow. Right now. Yeah. I think we, we should have just a tally going forward every time we mention Butterball. Has he, listen, we'll get into our podcast. This is the Boo Boys. Hi, everyone. I'm Chris. That's Matt. That's Kyle. This is a horror movie podcast. But before we get into that, uh, has has Butterball become the official mascot of the Boo Boys? Ooh, oh, absolutely. Yes. Is mascot the right word or maybe like patron uh, saint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that there it is. So uh, he's I think it's fair to say he has supplanted uh, the open house killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he's open house killer. Thank you for your service. But yeah, um, this is an easy choice. It's Butterball all the way. Yeah. Matt, do you mind just no. uh, saying a few words for our good friend, the open house killer, who gave us many a laugh back in the day? Yeah. Um, let's see. You uh, you were a face face in the crowd. Um, didn't have a... Was he? A, he was a boots. He was a pair sorry, of work yeah, boots boot, in the pair crowd. A pair of work boots in the crowd. Um, oh, man. You will not be forgotten. But, I mean... Kind of, because Butterball's a lot better. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I well, let's see. Let's see how long Butterball can last on top. Open House Killer had a good run, like episode four, season one, something like that, to about episode two, I think, of uh, season three. So yeah. clap it up for Open House Killer. <laughs> Proud All of right. you. So, yeah, this is a uh, horror movie podcast. <laughs> We're trying to turn Kyle into a horror movie fan. That's the goal. Oh. Yeah. And warning for all the listeners, there are spoilers and spooks ahead. How you boys doing? How's it going, guys? I'm doing well. How are you, Matt? They're doing good. Doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing swell. 
Do I have to answer that again? Yeah, yeah please. I, I specifically <laughs> said you guys. So. Okay. I'm, I'm doing slightly worse because I had to answer this question. Again. <laughs> okay. Um, so we watched a movie uh, this week. Matt, mm-hmm. what movie did we watch? We watched uh, Netflix's uh, Veronica. Yep. Um, I feel like we got away from the choice thing that I get to, like, I, I, cho- oh, I well, choose between two movies. Yeah, well, I figure that's implied, but I, do people really okay. care what movie you that's didn't a, pick? Again, yeah, I was just going to say, it, it. I definitely don't think it's been, like, missing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, well, I, I think it, we've like, We recognized it. it, but I do want to screech this to a halt again and say I recognize <laughs> it, but it doesn't matter what we didn't watch. Chris is right. Moving on. <laughs> Okay, Matt, why don't you tell us about Veronica? Yeah, um, so it is a uh, Spanish uh, movie, so I believe they're in Spain is what it sounds like. You it's a sp- yeah. It, yeah. yeah, they're in Madrid. Uh, yes, yeah, they are in Madrid. I didn't look. Was it filmed in Madrid? Did you want to check that? Uh, I did not, but I, I know that it's... That. I'll get on it. Uh, okay, Kyle, you check while Matt gives us the recap. Oh, it's a 2017 film, too. I don't think you mentioned No, that. I did not. 2017 um, film... Um, kind of sort of loosely based on something that happened in like the early 90s. Though with mm-hmm. uh, the last episode and the fourth kind, I can't tell what's real and not anymore. I'm going to be quite <laughs> honest. Like I had to look it up and I was still kind of like, is this though? Is this real? I don't know, actually. We'll get into yeah. it. Okay. I, I did a little bit of research on that. We can get into yeah, that yeah. Later. So kind of like loosely based where it's um, so a, uh, a young girl... Um, uses a, a Ouija board to try to contact um, in the movie. It's her father, um, but something else answers and mm-hmm. um, hijinks ensue. And uh, the, the sister and, and she has like two smaller uh, sisters and a, and a smaller brother. Um, they, yep. they get into some shenanigans in the world's worst mother. Yes. Just the worst parent, maybe the worst parental figure we've seen. Ooh, um, we've seen some on bad one ones. Of these movies, kind of. We've seen some bad ones. This, I know. yeah, she's she she might take the cake. Yeah, we're gonna have to maybe the only worst the worst, parents yeah. we've seen. Well, the only ones worst maybe are the ones who've actively tried to kill <laughs> their kids, but oh. this one is like terrible yeah. by negligence. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, like in the what's the mirror one? Oh, Oculus. Oculus, yeah. but like. They were kind of possessed kind of thing. So yeah, I don't yeah know. that's true. We hold that against them in these rankings. Okay. <laughs> well, stay tuned. In a future episode, Kyle's going to give his parental figure <laughs> rankings for every movie we've watched. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> don't think I won't. Kyle, was this filmed in Spain? I'm st- I've been... <laughs> What are you on? Like a Macintosh? (laughs) (laughs) You guys are making me rank parents now. I I can't. Okay. Well, I will say um, I was pleasantly surprised. I think this is the first Spanish language film we've done for this podcast. And uh, I really enjoyed it. This uh, director is Paco Plaza. He who people might know from the wreck movies is kind of what he's famous for. Um, and I hadn't, I haven't seen the rec films. This is the first thing I've seen from him. And there were moments where there was pretty innovative camera techniques and interesting ways he chose to shot the film, lots of natural light, uh, within the scenes. And 
and what I really, really appreciate, and we get so much of this on this damn podcast and these movies, is there was not just nonstop jump scares. It it didn't ever devolve to that level. So yeah. I was pretty pleased with that. Yeah. Um I was I was pleasantly surprised too, believe it or not. I I liked the way this was was shot. Like I don't know, kind of just it looked good. I, I say that sometimes about movies, like just the camera work and the the choices that were made. It it like it actually in, intrigued me, and uh, I kind I maybe enjoyed it a little bit. Whoa, whoa! whoa. Now I, I know stay that tuned, might... everyone. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. This could be it. I <laughs> I, I will not say one way or another. <laughs> Uh, but this was filmed, I believe it's saying in, in Mexico, actually. Oh, okay. So fair enough. Uh, Matt, what'd you think of this film? I guess maybe why did you pick this film? What drew you to this? Um, so I, I'm trying to think, I, I feel really bad cause I don't know. Have we done a Ouija movie like, or a Ouija movie uh, like anything with like that so far? We've had not, not the James Wan joint, but we've, um, We've had movies, I believe, I, with Ouija board. I think so. Yeah, I, I think we have. I can't, I can't um, like Paranormal I, Activity. Maybe there was one in that. Yeah, I, I don't, guess. I don't but know. this was definitely the most centric. Yeah, that's problem, that's right? what I was going to say. Is that like it's it's kind of well, one just in it being a different language. I mean, we're all just so used to you know American or you know English speaking um, horror films. It was kind of nice to 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 bring it in a different direction. And then yeah, kind of mm-hmm. there were a lot of like Spanish, um, Spanish like accents to it. Like it looked like they were in like a, like a not a boarding school, but that's just how they talk. <laughs> yes, yes. My apologies, my apologies. <laughs> but it looked like it was like a Catholic. Yeah, school. it was like a Catholic yeah. school, girl school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so with Mother Death, yeah. one of my favorite characters. No, she was cool. Kyle, can you guess? How well do you know me? What? Do you know my favorite yeah. character from this uh, film? Oh, Sister Death? No, I, she oh. was one of mine. But do you know oh. my favorite character? Your actual favorite character? Yeah. How well do I know you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Was it one of her friends? No, it was, no, oh, they uh, sucked. It was a little Antonio brother. Oh, Antonio. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I should have given oh, you the guess. Okay. Uh with his cute little okay. glasses, yeah. man, he was the best. I didn't know you. That I don't know you that well. I know. Well, Jeez, you, you still have only like that episode fifty-five. You know, I hate kids thing, Kyle. So I'm not surprised. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought these kid actors were fine. Sometimes it's tough. I will say, in foreign language films, it's sometimes hard to pick up on the minutia of acting when it comes to vocal performances, just because it's not my language. And so I don't pick up on some of the stiltedness mm-hmm. of the dialogue. But, but I feel like that helps, a pre- um, you know, make you appreciate it. Cause it's like, you're not, you can't yeah. really tell if like someone's flopped a line. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so these kid actors <laughs> all didn't split. annoy me, but you know, so I have no qualms with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, Kyle, what'd you think yeah. of the spooks? Were you scared during this movie? You know, it, it, it creeped me out and it, it definitely creeped me out to the point where I, I actually felt that way in broad daylight, which is when I watched most of this movie. <laughs> um, and I thought it was, uh, you know, at this point, I'm, I've built up some, you know, as we've talked about in the past, some immunity to 
uh, scary movies and their scares and everything. But also if I take a break in between and I'm not used to it, then I'll jump. But I feel like at this point I was like, I could handle it, but this movie like creeped me out and it was broad daylight. I was like, wow, like, yeah, there's some creepy stuff now. Like when we actually see the thing, it's Mm -hmm. a little, little corny here and there, but like for the most part, I think it works. What what were some of those scenes? It works best. Like, Oh, I love how it was set up the house, like, or like the apartment was set up where you could like, it's kind of like a U shape, like a horseshoe. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking from her room to like her sister's, the the twins bedroom. And you can see the thing, the silhouette across the way. And it's like talking on the, or it's not talking, but like it was talking on the uh, walkie talkie. Mm-hmm. And so she heard it and then she, and then she had to run around and get there. And then you see it like on the wall. I thought like it was when it was in the wall, it kind of like worked best. Um, it's like the shadow. moving. Yeah. Around. Kind of the shadow moving around the wall. Anyway, so that kind of stuff. How about, you, How about you, Matt? What what were some of the scenes that stood out to you in terms of spooks? Um, well, I I enjoyed the like the hallucinations kind of like that mm-hmm. break where you kind of can't tell if it's real or not. Um, like you know, maybe she's holding a kid and you know they're about to leave and oh, yeah. she's not holding the kid or mm-hmm. um, Antonio, no, <laughs> <laughs> or. Um, Let's see, trying to think of what else, like um, thinking that like a monster has one of the girls or something like that. And then, you know, they wake Mm -hmm. up and it's like her that's actually like hurting them or something like that. Just kind of those Mm -hmm. breaks from like, is it real? Is it not for like that split moment? Um, I I enjoyed those parts. Yeah, I I have two that come to mind for me scene wise. Um, The first was so uh, this movie it takes place over three days from when she does the Ouija board. Um, Mm -hmm. And it opens with like a police kind of aftermath of arriving at the house. So we know something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Oh, are you talking about the very end? No, we'll, we'll get to there. The two scenes for me were uh, very early on when she gets possessed and she's sitting at the dinner table and she like freezes and almost has a seizure. And she like, she's just holding the spoon of food. Yeah. And what I like about it is it's it's slowly the rest of her siblings realize there's something wrong with her. And it's it's kind of like uh, freaky how she's physically acting and she's like trying to move the spoon to her mouth. And it's just like such a painful. And then she starts kind of like vomiting, spitting up all the food. And mm-hmm. um, so that was one early on that I really appreciated it. And yeah, the, okay. the other one was that first night, too. Um, when she wakes up in her dad, oh. which is not her dad, but yeah, what you know, the demon's taking the form of her father is like standing against the wall, I think naked yeah. and kind of like mumbling and staring at her. And it's just the flashlight in his face, and you can't really see what's going on. Yeah, um, what I thought about that was really well done. That that was those are two good ones, and then like all the hands come up from the bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, I liked I liked that. Uh, the one that that i thought you were going to mention but you didn't oh, yeah. chris was the the nightmare where the twins and uh, antonio come in and antonio like, <laughs> and start like biting her and like mm. eating her flesh and everything and that was pretty like gory and uh and, and kind of like almost out of tone with the movie mm-hmm. uh almost but i kind of like that they did it and it, it just added a little like a little more visceral 
and like bloody aspect that I mean there was some some blood but like this was like easily the bloodiest scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. we needed that practical effect of like the skin being pulled away and stuff. Yeah. It, it was yeah. nice. Matt, what you know, we I we kind of mentioned the ending. Why don't you talk about the ending of this movie? Yeah. Um so basically um Veronica finds out that she needs to like end the conversation. So there are certain rules that you need to do um when you play on the Ouija board. Um, and I guess some of those rules are you have to say goodbye. Um, you have to keep it at the same number of people that played the game. Um, you have to do like a soft song or something um, to kind of drive out the spirit or the demon or whatever it was. And so essentially uh, Veronica's playing this um, in order to you know stop whatever it is from staying there. She's playing it with her two younger sisters um, and has like Antonio like drawing these like circles of protection on the wall, which turn out like he like flips a page, turns out it's like, to be worthless. Well, it was worthless. It was the anyway. opposite effect. She, so, well, she drew some over the and hung them over the sisters' beds. Oh and that yeah, did that, that didn't that didn't work. <laughs> I guess that was not enough. So, kind of broke their own rules. But anyway. Uh, Wait, you're saying the the images drawn in crayon didn't? <laughs> I know. I was like, I was thinking to myself, man, they, the the demons and gods of this world play pretty fast and loose with these like symbols of protection. Like a yeah. kid can like half ass. I love my boy Antonio, <laughs> but he his, his drawing skills weren't perfect. No, no, true. They they really wanted you to stay in between the lines, and you know, <laughs> Antonio is an abstract artist. He would never, he would never. Uh, peg himself as that way so um but anyway so they are doing this uh the seance and i guess it kind of all is coming to a close and um there a lot of weird stuff starts happening a lot more violent things start happening with the spirit or the evil or whatever and so um veronica takes antonio and the girls and starts um leaving like, you know, doors are being shut and open, glass is breaking. Um, and as they're trying to leave, uh, the little girls ask Veronica where Antonio is. And that's that Antonio. that I was talking about where she thinks that she has Antonio in her arms. And when she looks in the mirror, she finds out that she never had him at all. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And that sets up our twist, baby. Kyle, you're kind of oh, the twist guy around here. Right. Let's hear this twist. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, Veronica was the demon all along. Boom! 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 <laughs> yeah, I I thought that was a pretty good twist. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was well done. You know, she's looking in the mirror and she's like, "Oh my god, it was me all along." <laughs> and then it does all like the, but it does like it does it well. It's like it does all the flashbacks of like her saying things to her siblings and and all that stuff yeah. of like how and then like you're seeing it from this new perspective of her as a demon so yeah thought it was good and then she kills herself boom well, she movie tried well, well no she did die though yeah she ended up dying uh, but what about that stinger it wasn't a stinger What's... really but like at the end the whole like in the picture in the picture like cl- reformed to make a whole veronica remember that's true but he got the call that she was dead so yeah but she's a demon well, she she yeah, herself is not a demon. The demon like take was residing. Yeah, here. yeah. 
I'm just saying, like the the, the picture forward back up. I think she came back to life, or like as a demon. Oh, I don't think she came let, back. Let's play it. Yeah, here's the what? deal. You're okay. sitting in an apartment right now. The yeah. apartment is not you. Just like a demon sits inside a person, Look, the person is not the demon. I, I yes, but I'm just saying. I think she comes back as a vessel for that demon or something because, I, like, the mm-hmm. whole like forward back up in the picture. My interpretation it, of that. It, it, the whole map. Uh, the whole. <laughs> Was in the picture and then right when she died because he just immediately after he saw the whole four minute Veronica's picture, like he got the call that she was dead. Mm-hmm. Was that not just to do the final title card? You don't think? Yeah. <laughs> Are you with me? Well, Matt? I, I was thinking that, or like you know, you could really like try to spin it in a way that it was like, oh, like with the picture reforming, but that's like you know, even though Veronica died, she's not possessed anymore. She's like intact again. Yeah, she's intact, like in what? spirit. Because oh think about God. it this way, Kyle. It's... Because it, there was like a burn. It, it was like yeah. a burned hole on her face. But think because like, she died. The, yeah, but the demon kind of operated as shadows. Like he was like the mold on the bottom of the mattresses. He acted as a shadow going along the walls. And so maybe the picture being reformed means he's left her body. That's such a stretch in my mind. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I would choose to live in a world where I, Veronica uh, is dead and all over my laptop screen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel strongly about this. I think okay. Veronica's alive. And still possessed? Mm, yeah, I think so. Ooh. Okay. She's so you out think there. you're waiting you're waiting for Veronica too. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. No, I yeah. think I think he's trying to do a, a crossover. He's um so Veronica at the end is our Jane Doe that comes back up oh. from uh, yeah. season wow. one. Yeah. We're doing a mega crossover. That's I just want her alive for my mega crossover. <laughs> okay. <game>. Well, <laughs> come the end of this season, you can bring her back for the mega crossover. <laughs> Actually, you know who I'm bringing back for my crossover event. I, am I going to get into this? <laughs> no, no, not yet. We're not getting into this. It's, no, no, no. We're not. Okay. It's, look, look, no. Okay. It's not going to be. Well, look, Butterball is, is a lock, uh, but <laughs> let's move past that really quick. I think Sister Death in this movie okay. is cool as hell. Pun yeah. intended. Like, well, let's. Um, this ties in for me to a game we always play, which is When Do You Bounce? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. And I will go first here. Okay, and let's assume. Okay, let's assume we are all Veronica and we have played with the Ouija board at the start of the film. That that incident has happened and we're yeah. going from there. Yes. When I bounces, Sister Death is this weird blind nun who walks around and can see dead people. I love and her. ghosts. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she loves uh, French toast. Yeah, she would make a great <laughs> Adores it. I love French toast. <laughs> Kyle is basically the sister death of this podcast. And that is a, almost as high of a compliment as I can give other than when I've called Matt the butterball of the podcast. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. But so if I'm Veronica and, and the first night has happened, weird things have happened. I've seen my father naked in my room. And he's dead. So that's extra troubling. <laughs> and I go back to the school and I encounter sister death and she tells me all about ghosts and demons and whatnot from that moment my when do you bounce isn't really bouncing i just say yo sister death please come home with me and help me and like perform an exorcism let's team up i need your assistance please yeah mm-hmm. and i latch myself onto her and she's gonna save me and get me through yeah i guess sister death could have been a little more helpful 
I still Matt? love her though. Oh, I do too. Oof. Matt, when do you bounce? Um, man, that's a toughie. Because I mean, yeah, after you play on the, the Ouija, you don't can't really bounce, can you? Well, it doesn't have to be successful, remember. It's no. just, when would you have attempted to flee the events of the film? I mean, I guess... Let's see. Maybe I would have taken up the, the mantle like Sister Death and gouged out my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, not a bad idea. I mean, I mean would that like, stop the demon possession? No, but I would do that before she <laughs> she ends up telling me that even though she did that, she still sees them. So then I'm almost exactly like her to the fact where like I did it, but I still see these demons. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I kind of dig it. I don't think that works because I think you're already possessed. But mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's a few I things that, that I guess we've said that, that doesn't work with like... Would okay. the demon like choose to leave you if you deformed yourself so badly? It's like not worth him being in your body. Yeah, he's like, you know? I can't see. What is this? Yeah, he's like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, is that what happened with uh, Sister Death? No, no, she idea, just could actually. see ghosts and like went crazy. Oh, okay. and she was like uh, the little boy from Sixth Sense if he stabbed himself in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a good comparison. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, Thank you. Thank all you. Right. I'm going to surprise you with my when do you bounce. Okay. When, Kyle, back, yeah. when do you bounce? Chris, great question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to actually back up your scenario and Whoa. not even say that, like, I'm not going to, you know, I would never do a Ouija board because, look. Right. I, well, that's I, the overarching. No, no, no. No. I'm going to say this time. I'm going to do the Ouija board. I choose to do it. And you know why? For one simple reason. I see her the picture of my father with a huge plate of paella. Oh, no. And Chris, there are not many things. Chris and Matt, there are not many things I would not do in this world for a huge for, for a good paella. Pot of paella. <laughs> what? So you think his ghost is going to bring you ghost so, paella? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Maybe I'm th- thinking maybe... He it was maybe a sudden death and he didn't leave the recipe so maybe I could get the recipe off of him. So you want, you're hoping the Ouija board he's gonna one letter at a time spell out the massive recipe oh for paella. Crazy. <laughs> Again, there are not many things I would not do for pay. That thing looks so good. So I'll tell you recently. And my, my travels when I was gone for a long time and everyone mm-hmm. missed me, you guys all sent me letters. Thank you. Yes. Um, and saying how much you missed me and wanted me to come mm-hmm. back. So here I am. We actually but... got out a Ouija board and tried to summon you because <laughs> we weren't sure if you were dead yeah. or not. <laughs> okay. Matt's been possessed. He, he, he blinded himself because of it. <laughs> I, I still can't see. He's still possessed. <laughs> He's just blind now too. <laughs> Well, I would have advised you against that. If you, could you, you did, you try calling me. You should have tried calling me first. <laughs> I mean, it could have been me that didn't have the cell service, but I, I honestly thought that you didn't. So, okay. Well, here's the thing. In my travels, I had paella recently, which there's like not many places have paella, and so I was like in in Spain, paella, sangria, sun shining, guys. This this like I was like this is. This is so like this would be worth a horrible (laughs) demon trying to kill me and my siblings for. (laughs) Yeah. So I, 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 it really just changed my outlook on everything. And once I saw that paella, I was like, 
okay, I'm actually on Veronica's side. I would do the Ouija board. <laughs> and, okay, so you don't bounce. This is one of I, this may be a first of you not bouncing. <laughs> yeah. So until the very end, I'm like, but maybe he knows, like the demon, like knows my dad. Maybe knows the recipe through him. Like I don't know if they exchanged in the, um, you know, in the ether at some point. Got together, had some paella. So I'm I'm holding out. I'm like, you know, this demon's not very nice, but could be beneficial. Here's my question with these possession uh, films. Is the implication always that like her father went straight to hell? And so like the demon would of course know him because he's I, burning in hell. No, no that's, that's the, I was trying to avoid that. I was, I was going to say maybe they met up in hell, but I said either. But my dad's clearly in hell. So I hope this demon knows him. You know, this movie, she had an out too. She could have played this game, When Do You Bounce? And we all could survive this game, which is if we're willing to sacrifice Antonio, which is what the demon was trying to get at the end. It's true. Or was he? Well, kind of. I don't know, actually. I know, you're right. Well, here's the thing. It was like her, but also it was outside of her. And he wanted Antonio, but... Yeah. I don't really I, I'm unclear what the demons in game is, which is true of many possession movies yeah. we watch. Mm-hmm. I think they just are kind of rabble rousers. <laughs> They're kind of th- listen. I actually took notes because okay. this was a classic goofball demon just playing all the hits. We had him <laughs> knocking the backpack off the dresser twice. Oh, oh yep. yeah. The flashing lights and slamming doors. That's a classic demon move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh hot water in the bath that's like what you a prank you pull on people you know you flush the toilet and hot water comes out you get them and turning on the tv yeah great stuff it's really great but they they did it well i thought uh you know like it was the hits but it was it wasn't just it wasn't you know just uh trite in a way he was a master of his of his class for sure (laughs) you know we've had demons who take things way too seriously like uh, the exorcist demon way too yeah. full of himself you know, get a vomiting grip. and like come on <laughs> he didn't pull one prank unless you count the pissing on the floor a prank that was kind of a, a good goof <laughs> but good. in hindsight that's pretty good that's pretty good that was a good one <laughs> <laughs> but you know this this demon he he understood the rules of engagement which is you build up you have some laughs you have some good times <laughs> yeah and then you try to kill everyone <laughs> He knew, he, he knew the assignment uh, right. for sure coming into this movie. <laughs> um, all right. So, Matt, you, you just did a little bit of research on the true story, huh? Yeah, I did a, a little bit of research. Well, let me fill you in because I know you're still shook after the fourth guy. Yeah, I just thinking it was. I, just, I have no <laughs> idea what's real and what's not real anymore. So, <laughs> uh, so it's just it, not much to this. It's kind of a famous uh, haunting story. Uh, there was a young girl apparently in Spain who did a seance at school, a Catholic school. A nun found her and stopped the ritual and like broke the uh, Ouija board. Oh, and then in the months that. following that, the girl had seizures and hallucinations. And she later died in the hospital like, months after that incident um and then about a year later i think her family contacted the authorities and said i think 
something weird happened, you know, because they claimed that there was like weird noises in the house and thought their house was now haunted. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only weird part of the whole situation is when the police investigated a year after they described it in the report as a, quote, situation of mystery and rarity and claimed to see weird and hear weird things. And like two of the officers felt ill and had to leave the apartment. So, well, it's like that what was it said at the end of the of movie. It. Oh, is that what it said at the end of the movie? I didn't notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it said, yeah, it, it basically said that about the two officers and then also put in something about like the detective uh, resigned or gotcha. asked for a okay. transfer to, like a month later or something. So, I'd say this movie is like loosely based on this. Right. It's just taking that to like using that as jumping off point kind of thing. Exactly. Which most horror movies have that yeah. small kernel, you know, someone shoots someone else and then we're going to build a whole mythos around it. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about sister death some more? Oh, you please. <laughs> so here's, <clears throat> okay. First of all, you're like, Oh, she's kind of creepy. And no, then I felt safe and comforted by her. Well, no, like when she's first like looking out at the window, out the window, like looking during the eclipse. No, no, no. When they're walking home, it's like sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It's because, Mm -hmm. well, now you, you in hindsight, I'm just realizing because she can see like the demon in her or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, she's like looking out at her, and you're and you're like, she's blind though. Like, how could she do that? You're like, this is creepy. But then she goes back down into the basement. Veronica does. And Sister Death down there is just smoking heaters <laughs> and <laughs> ostensibly like waiting for her to come back or something and and starts making her French toast metaphor mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and then lights another cigarette with her old cigarette, which is just the coolest way to light a cigarette, probably. <laughs> and, and I don't know. Right then I was sold. I was like, oh, my God, actually, Sister Death is cool. And then she ends that scene with like the bell ringing and she's like, recess is over. And <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, that is a great fucking catchphrase. And are you going to are you going to start using that in life? Oh, yeah. I mean, like recess is over. And I love it because Sister Death didn't doesn't know anything because she's actually blind. But like that was just a a bell for like because the class was still going on so that was for like class to be over but sister death doesn't know that she's blind well, no, <laughs> do you think sister death yeah. thought she was outside on the playground <laughs> and like yeah, smoking outside in front of kids Just, like, yeah. smoke she's like get off that swing and go back to class veronica <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love imagining that. She just doesn't even know where she is. She thinks she's, it's recess. Every, because remember, Veronica like asked to go to the bathroom during class. That's why she's down there. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, Sister Death just doesn't even know. And she's like, recess is over. And Veronica's like, wait, but ah, never mind. It just, like, okay, goodbye, <laughs> Sister Death. <laughs> anyway, so now what I'm thinking is, all right, look, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I know we save all the crossover events, but like if Sister Death and Butterball don't like link up somehow oh at the God. end okay. of the season. We're jumping way ahead. Yeah, gonna... This is like, a guys, this episode is the 13 bit. Oh, the crossover. I can't wait. <laughs> You've anyway, got to contain over. this energy. Just, uh, go online and write your, your fanfics about it. <laughs> My Butterball yeah. Sister Death fanfic. It's coming. Do you want to start talking about our episode eight movie as well? <laughs> like, do we just get forging ahead here? I'm sorry. I couldn't. You guys tell me you guys didn't have the same thought of like those two look it up <laughs> well we'll get you know what no matt don't even give okay them, i won't we people will find out what we think about uh, a link yeah. up in episode 13 <laughs> of this season 
Okay. That's but all Kyle, I have to say about Sister Death. Kyle, I think it's time. Yeah. For the other game we play. That's right. Case study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what does this movie make a good case for on how to act, how to behave in order to come out the other side alive and intact? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start. Uh, paella. <laughs> <laughs> full stop (laughs) yeah yeah i had more but no just paella Mm -hmm. okay matt you got Uh, one yeah this makes a a good case for you know maybe maybe listening to your children instead of burying yourself in your work yeah don't be a terrible mother Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, uh, this movie makes a good case for not skipping out on big events like eclipses. Go up on the roof and check out that cool solar yeah. event. Enjoy True. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it makes a good case for a catchy jingle that's easy to memorize in case you need mm-hmm. to use it to ward off a demon. But also mm-hmm. that jingle is just catchy as hell. Yeah, I wonder if that's a real kid's show. Uh, I thought it was like it, a commercial. I know it's a commercial. It's oh. Like- Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Was it Kentea? Yeah, it's like Sentea. Or Sentea. I, I, okay. I don't know how they're... Yeah, anyway. Matt, uh, do you got another one? Uh, yeah. yeah, this... Uh, I guess depending on, on if you want to look like her or not, this makes a, a great case for not or, yes, gouging out your own eyes. <laughs> to be okay. cool like Sister Death. <laughs> okay, based on your proclivities, yep. you may or may want to gouge out your yep. eyes. So you're saying this makes a good case for being cool like a blind person. Yeah, I guess also, you know, taking up smoking too. So I'm sure she yeah. I'm sure she didn't smoke yeah. like before this. I'm sure after she did that to her own eyes, she was like, I'm I think I can be the cool nun. So this is a pretty obvious one. It almost has to go without saying, but uh don't play with Ouija boards. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. That's unless you, there's a chance at a good paella recipe. That's right. Or you can just go to a restaurant. But Or, God forbid, Kyle, you know what? Maybe me and Matt will get you a paella pan for Christmas. Oh, so you can make your own paella, dude. dude. Don't Look, don't even mess with me. Like You're going to have to buy your own saffron because that shit's expensive. But, dude, you know. saffron is expensive, bro. Does that need to be in paella? Um, if, I I don't think it has to be, but you're missing the like that little spark, you know? Yeah. All right. That little magic. Well, maybe I'll ask my parents for the for the saffron. Okay. Um, okay, I got I got one that's kind of twofold. Uh, so don't Irish goodbye a demon, I guess. You gotta you gotta say goodbye <laughs> on your way out the door. Is that, uh, is that a problematic how long, phrase? How long have you been wanting to say that? Because I feel like that's a that's a specific uh since I wrote it down while watching the movie. Okay, I was going to say, because, like, you know, you could just say, like, you know, for not saying goodbye, but an Irish goodbye. <laughs> Wait, is it problematic, Chris? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it insulting it. to the no, no, Irish no. people? I don't know. I mean, I've never heard this. Actually... That, so an Irish goodbye is just, like, leaving without saying goodbye if you're, like, at a party. Oh, okay. Well, there's okay. always a... Gotcha. Okay. I thought you knew some, like, history that I didn't. No, no, no. No. There's an Irish... Yeah. So it's, we're in the clear. Irish goodbye as well. Oh, well... That's not what I was referencing, but uh, anyway. And then the second part, like, like the second half of this, is probably like read all the instructions before beginning a seance. <laughs> yeah. kind of like if you need to say, if you don't know whether to say goodbye or not to a demon, like maybe it's in the instruction books. But like, I guess there were so many, like a lot of those books that you had to read, like all of them. Like I don't know. 
that seems kind of scattered. Maybe there should be like an omnibus version of like the Ouija board. Okay, well, then I have a follow-up for this. Uh, This movie makes a good case for not doing shortcuts when contacting the dead. You know, put in the time and the effort to do it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I would say it's it's not just read all the instructions like as you go, but like read through them first because maybe there's something at the end that you might not even get to because other things happen that you mm-hmm. can't read the instruction. Just kind of kind of deal. So anyway, yeah, uh, I'm all out. That's 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 me. Anyone else? No, I think uh, I think we got it. to it. Yeah. All right. There you go. That's been case study. All right. Well, Kyle, any last thoughts on the movie Veronica? You know, I think I got it. I think I got it all out of my system. Matt, anything else you got to you got to say about this film? No. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, hopefully it was or was not based off a true thing or, you know, I I, I, I still (laughs) don't know, you know, even after you told me. (laughs) Uh, my last thought is I enjoyed this movie. I think we said it's a good film. It's worth checking out. Um, yeah. yeah. So we've hit that time, everyone. The time where I ask Kyle a very important question. <laughs> Kyle? Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hey. <laughs> After watching. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. You're doing well. <laughs> After Kyle. After watching. Yes. Veronica. Uh huh. Matt. Mm-hmm. Always good to see yeah, you. Likewise. So Kyle, after watching Veronica, uh-huh. are you a horror movie fan? So here, here's my loophole. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm going with. Okay. I'm gonna say no. I'm not a horror movie fan, but this one, like I, 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 I will say, like I enjoyed. Uh. But I, I'm not going to say I'm a horror movie fan in general. That makes sense. So if I could translate that, you're not a horror movie fan, but you are a fan of this horror movie. Chris, that's why you make the big bucks. All right. Well, guys, I know uh, I don't want us to make the same mistake Veronica did. We've been we just we started this podcast contacting our good friend Butterball, <laughs> the demon with a Ouija board. But. We have to say goodbye. So Aww. please, everyone, say goodbye to Butterball. All right. Bye, Butterball. Bye, Butterball. Goodbye. Now, Kyle, also, do you know any sort of melodic soft song we could all sing together to ensure he's gone? <laughs> bye, bye, Butterball. Bye, bye, bye Butterball. Bye, Come on, Matt. Come on. Bye, we got to say goodbye. Bye, bye, bye Butterball. <laughs> bye, bye, 